Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. In a world where podcasts have no plot, where topics are made up on the fly, one man, no wait, three men come together to bring the content to talk about the things that people want to talk about and to basically make up 45 minutes worth of radio content on the fly because they don't have a guest. One meal, one workout podcast, episode 66. Hey, everybody. That voiceover is courtesy of you of someplace I just made up. Uh, just <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the place I'm in tonight. I just want to be serious up front. That's where I'm at. And so that's the I'm, last seriousness we'll have all night. Yeah, that's that's, that wasn't even serious. That's, that's where I am mentally. Uh, I'm scratching my head like I don't know what's wrong. My brain's itching. Uh, the <laughs> voice that you're hearing and the voice that you heard, yes, that was me doing the movie phone guy. I'm, I'm sure you guys knew that. Is uh, me, Aaron Butler, host of One Meal and Workout, the podcast you are now listening to. With me are my co-hosts, Don Sullivan and Mark Cockrell. Gentlemen, welcome to this podcast. I'm very excited to have you here tonight with me. I'll say that like it doesn't happen every week. <laughs> Greetings, Aaron. Wah, wah. So tonight, um, we literally are going to just chat. And so those of you in the, in the live stream or in the chat room, um, you can you can go at this. The great thing about this podcast is you can leave at any moment and go get a snack and come back and you won't be <laughs> off topic. Um, you can start and stop it at any point and still be part of the conversation. And we're hoping that the, you guys in the chat room will actually chime in with some questions, some comments. Even if you just have a topic you want us to roundtable and discuss, we would, we would love to have that topic. We do have some notes. We do have some topics. I'm not, we're not totally flying by the seat of our pants. We're flying by the seat of our knickers maybe. But um, we are going to uh, just kind of chat tonight and talk through some things because sometimes that's what you need to do. So, Don, before we Aaron. go any further – how does it feel to wear a dress in public? Go. Uh, the wearing of the dress in public is actually not as bad as it all of the, a little bit, as all of the, and I'm not trying to draw a stereotype here, but seriously, this is the only people that have come up to me and done this, women who have just seen me in the hallway and just started giggling and cannot help but come up to themselves, come, come up to me and say, you just did, you did the best job. I can't even believe <laughs> every day for a week. <laughs> that's funny. That's, well, we need that's to, probably the worst part. Mark, well, in between, maybe when you're, when you're, uh, when, when the, when the conversation is resting upon Don or myself, could you go grab a picture of Don off the offline and stick it on the stream for a minute? Just yeah, so those just, that are watching live can see it. I'll just see what I that. can do. Yeah. That'd be, That'd be spectacular. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Well, I had some exciting news if, this week. I'm sorry. You replace ahead, the one meal, one logo, one meal, one logo workout, one meal, yes. one workout logo for the next one meal week workout. with that picture. Yeah. One meal workout logo. Awesome. One week, one picture, Don and address. Yeah. We, uh, we do have a couple of, like I said, some talking points that we will we we that we will discuss. If I can say we will in in a row, um, but it is it is that it is just a chance for kind of us to um, cover some topics, talk about a few things. But before we get into anything, health, fitness, weight loss, exercise related, Don, did you have something you wanted to say? I'm back. I quit. I'm back. I quit. I'm back. I quit. That's more. Awesome. What you're suffering from is gridlock. <laughs> That's my Ross Perot impression. That's what I felt like for the past, oh, 
couple of months now. Um, I was really excited because, you know, I've been recovering from my foot injury and the doctor said I can start walking and biking. And I was very, very excited to start biking to work again. Friday morning, yes. I biked to work. It was spectacular. Uh, had a great time. And then I was just absolutely worn out Friday afternoon. And I thought it's been a long week and I haven't biked to work in so long. I'm just going to have Abby come and pick me up. Well, by Sunday afternoon, I felt terrible. And I went to bed about 7 and then called in to work Monday and went to the doctor and got four separate prescriptions and, you know, so just one of those things that just can't I feel like I can't can't get caught up enough to to get ahead, you know. So I'm back on the uh, recovery wagon and I'm going to get over this upper respiratory infection and I'm going to start biking to work again. But in the meantime, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Well, Aaron's going to sort of gone through the same thing. Every time he gets healthy from one injury, he sustains another. I know. I used to tell I told my, I used to tell all my active exercising friends I ain't never strained nothing sitting on the couch eating French fries, and and that's true. And I don't know why I felt the need to say that in a country accent, but I always did. Um, anyway, before we get into our discussion points, we have a uh, I have a listener email that I wanted to share. Um, and I thought tonight, since we had some time, this would be a, a good opportunity to share this listener email that I'd gotten, and I thought it was kind of interesting because he's, um kind of share his own little journey with us, kind of a microcosm. <clears throat> he says, hey, I'm Mark. Last name not included. I'm not going to tell you what his last name is, so don't ask me, because I don't want you guys spamming him out there. It's not Cockerel. No. I've been listening to the podcast for the last couple of weeks and really enjoy it. I got into health and fitness earlier this year after putting on 20 pounds in three weeks last December. I know that feeling. <laughs> it's pretty surprising to me because I've always been thin, so I started trying different things until I found something that I could stick it to in June. I did a bit of HIIT, HIT, high intensity interval training at the beginning, along with my bodyweight exercise routines, but ended up just sticking to the workout part of it. Your podcast motivated me to try to run more, so I went out the other day and tried to do a couch to 5K all in one day. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. I was, I was in way worse shape than I thought. I was sore for two days after and decided I wanted to be able to do it in 30 minutes, 5K in 30 minutes, which is a very uh, admirable goal, which feels impossible. I'm just going to aim high. How's the chin up training going? Keep it up. So a nice listener email there. And I'll tell you how the chin-up craning is going. Mostly like this. <laughs> if you saw the video stream, you'd see me not moving at all. Um, it's one of those things. That, and this is what kind of what our main topic, if we had a topic, that would be is talking about you know, staying on track, motivation, stress, how it affects your, uh, your thing. Moving, as Mark can probably attest to, pretty much throws a wrench in everything in your life. Yes. Um, because there's always something to do related to the, the house, the new house, the move, that kind of thing. And it, it, it is reasons are not always excuses and excuses aren't always reasons, um, but they can be. So, you know, I had, I've had reasons that I haven't exercised as much, whether you want to call them excuses or not, you know, it's kind of depending on how, how you feel on that particular day. But I have not been working on my chin ups like I should have. Um, I have been working on my push ups though. Because you know, one of my goals was also to do, be able to do 25 good push-ups by the end of the year. So I have been working on my push-ups quite a bit. And that is getting better. And I have not given up. Even though it's only, what, two months plus some change to the end of the year for me to be able to do the chin-up. I, yeah, I have weeks. not given up on my chin-up. You have ten roughly weeks. 70 days. I just I'm sure to you lose can find a 10-week to one pull-up training program. I'm sure that's out there somewhere. Yeah. If you can run a 5K in 10 minutes, in 10, in 10 minutes, if you can run a 5K in 10 minutes, 
you don't need to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> if you if, if you, what was I even talking about? If you can run a 5K with a 10 week program from doing nothing, which I did, right. and that's that's for real from doing nothing. People people don't realize how serious the couch part of couch to 5K can be. I'm a testament to that. Not only you, sitting on one, one, but feel like one. That's right. Roughly the size of one. Yeah, I was going to say earlier during the listener email that, um, you know, the difference between probably Mark, no last name, gaining 20 pounds, and us guys gaining 20 pounds whenever we decided we were going to get on the wagon was that uh, 20 pounds for us was moving a belt loop. Yeah. Maybe not even that. Yeah. So. yeah we. If I lost 20 pounds, nobody would notice, including yeah, me. I was yeah. there. Yeah. Did that a couple times. I lost actually, 20 pounds once and found it again. Never even knew it was gone. You know, yeah. Aaron, you, you, you've you mentioned uh, something about, you know, being active and, and you realize how uh, how difficult it can be. That's because when you do nothing, I mean, literally nothing, um, you you don't realize how nothing you're doing. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I have been <laughs> at the point. Can you say that again with yeah, different words? I can try. There am I, some, I, yes. I have been at a point um thankfully i'm not there anymore where just the trip from the couch to the kitchen winded me because that's like the most exercise i got all day right you know and that's not a proud thing for me to say but when you when you're being active and you hurt yourself and uh, you you know start realizing that there's these injuries here it's because you're rehabbing three four decades of literally doing nothing. It's like uh, Neo when he came out of the Matrix. He had no muscles. You know, he had nothing. I'm, Why do my eyes hurt? Yeah, I mean, you've never used them before. <laughs> right? It's like the couch can be the Matrix. It's it, it just it, you're <laughs> sitting there in your little pod and you never move. The couch tricks. The couch tricks. That's awesome. No. Yeah, and and you know, I have to remind. I have to keep myself from perspective too because I don't want to beat myself up. That doesn't help anything. I, we all know that every fat person is has spent their fair share of time beating themselves up. Um, and for me to go, man, Aaron, you're 20 pounds heavier than you were at your lowest, and you haven't been running lately, and, and, and you're, lo- you're lame and you're sorry and you're horrible, and you know that is not going to help. That's just going to add to stress and make me want to eat. Right. So instead, I look, at like, I look at things like my pants. I haven't gone up a uh, belt. You know, I'm still using the same belt loop. What am I trying to say? My, I haven't tried to, had to go back another notch to my belt. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm still... Fairly healthy. My blood pressure is still down. My, you know, my blood sugar and that kind of stuff. I am still active and can be active when I choose to be active. So I'm just kind of focus on the positives and, and continue to motivate myself. Well, Mark, I'm glad that you're you're not out of breath going from the couch to the kitchen anymore. That's uh, yeah. Well, it was those little things. The you know you you mentioned moving. This is the first time I've ever been in a house with stairs. I have two sets of stairs. I have an upstairs and I have a basement, and I do both of them a couple of times at least each day. Honestly, in a in a in a day now, I walk more stairs than I would have in a month before. Right. Um, and I am definitely noticing that it doesn't hurt as much. It's not as difficult. And so I've actually tried to um, incorporate some running up the steps. You know, if I'm going to go up huh? steps, I go ahead and run them. You know, as best I can. Yeah. Uh, and but you know, there's there's those little things that I've I'm working to do to to try to get some exercise in my life. You know, we've talked about that a lot of times. I've I'm doing pretty well on the diet. I'm watching the calories. I'm I'm keeping track of it. But that second part of the equation, I just haven't figured out a way to to exercise. Um, you know, there's just there's not a time that I found that is convenient and effective. Uh so, you know, I'm trying to figure out ways to to incorporate exercise into my everyday. 
And we've talked yeah. about that before, but mm-hmm. you know, just those little things like that, just you know, sprinting up the steps every now and then. And I am noticing a difference, and I'm I'm glad about that. That's awesome. And and, and the reality is, you you could not have done that at your heaviest. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's an, it's entirely possible. You know, the uh, you know, I've I've complained before. I've got a back injury, and I've got you know a, a knee injury. Uh, those things are of course exacerbated by weighing so much. And as I lose weight, they don't hurt as much, so I'm more yep. able to move. So that's that's been my plan all along: get healthier so that I can be able to get healthier. Right. Well, it's like the people who weigh 800 pounds and they have gastric bypass, or not many people that weigh 800 pounds do that. But those people that are that big have to lose weight before they can even move hardly. And once they do that, then they can start, um, you know, getting out of the bed, getting in a wheelchair. Now you're obviously not anywhere near that. Right. But Every time you get a little healthier, lose a little bit more weight, you're able to be a little more active, and it actually logarithmically just the opposite of what happens to people that when they get fat is the fatter you get, the less you want to do, which makes you fatter, which the less you want to do. If, right. if you can, if you can get the inertia going the other direction, that's a that's a great thing. Don, thoughts? On um, one. Okay. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, you I cut said, out there for at, in, in the dawn. I just, I just heard. On thoughts, and I was like, "That's all oh, he said. That's all said. Yeah, that was no cutout. That's just all he said." Because oh, Mark and I were I was, were going back and forth. So I thought, wonder if you had any thoughts on that. No, I just heard on thoughts, not Don thoughts. So on star, was, on star. Yeah, I was I was really struggling there. No, I, on I, star. I, um, you ever heard that video? That is a funny video. Yeah. No, I um, you know, that's the, I'm kind of in the same place. I've kind of been doing that same thing for a while, and. You know, hi, Mrs. Don. Hi, Mrs. Don. Um, we uh, we talk a lot about you know, find something that you enjoy, don't worry about how effective it is because it doesn't matter how effective it is, you can burn 800 calories in a workout, but if it makes you miserable and you never do it again, and I have done that too, then it doesn't do you any good. You know, if you burn 50 calories extra than you would have you know, doing whatever you were going to do for 30 minutes or so. And then Aaron's t-shirt says something. Um, that was for Mark. Yeah, he's no, that wearing was for, a t-shirt that, he hasn't worn since college. Very nice. Yeah. You know, if you only burn 50 or hundred extra calories, but you do it every day or every two days or three times a week, you're still, you're building the habits and you're enjoying yourself. And, you know, it's part of, of actually making it a lifestyle. Well, and we've talked too about there's health benefits from being active regardless of weight loss. Um, even if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're skinny, A, how'd you end up here? And B, <laughs> uh, even if, if you're skinny and not active, there are health risks associated with that. So just FYI, you might want to get out there and move around a little bit. <clears throat> I just asked a question. You guys, I'm just curious. This is totally unrelated to anything health-wise. What, what plans do you guys have for holidays? The holidays. The upcoming... <laughs> Holy days, Thanksgiving and Christmas is what I'm referring to. Well, I'm sure that gluttony will be high on the list. That's a given, yeah. right? That's Indeed. on the top of your list of sins. <laughs> Gluttony's on the top. Yes. Sloth comes in second. Yeah, sloth is there too, yes. Uh, probably some avarice will be involved, yes. Where does football rank on that list? Uh, that's, that's definitely sloth. Yeah. Oh, there's, a good, there's, a, there's something to throw in there, guys. Oh, I was, just, I was thinking that was fun. the 8th as of the you know 19th century or whatever. We had an uh, On November anyway, 4th. November 4th uh, of this year, my wife's birthday is in November. Our anniversary is in November. Um, and so she asked for her um, 
for her uh, birthday present slash anniversary present this year is tickets to see the Dallas Cowboys play the Falcons in the yeah. Georgia Bowl. And we are going. We have seats on the 50-yard line and the 50,000-foot line, but it's way up in the... <laughs> they're on the 50-yard line, but they're way up there. Supposedly, it's supposed to be the best view anyway. Um, so we're going on November 4th to see the Dallas Cowboys beat up the Atlanta Falcons. That's right, all you Atlanta listeners out there. I said they're going to beat them up. Yeah, you know there's no teeth to that whatsoever. It's like a 100-year-old cat gnawing on a gnawing on a fishbone. Uh, we'll hope. We, we're hoping and praying that they do well. But, yeah, so going to see the Cowboys on November 4th. Nothing related to nothing except that it's for the 4th. <clears throat> yeah. You guys traveling for the holidays? Anything? No? Yes? You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you going? yeah I, saw the, I saw the question on there, so I decided to save it uh, for the middle part here. We just booked tickets last week to go see Abby's brother and sister-in-law. Oh, and they live in yeah. where they live in Charlottesville, Charlotte, North Carolina. They so. live in a small Eastern European bloc country called Estonia. Oh, just between up that's the best wedge, wedge in between Charlotte, Finland. Though. Yes, a little bit further, wedged between Finland and the part of Russia that holds Saint Petersburg, because Russia's you can't really reference anything to Russia. Are they it's doing missionary the work there? Yes, they're missionaries. Um, so we're going to go see them uh, for the holidays. We'll be there for Christmas and the first. So that's definitely our fantastic. The vast if majority. Only of you had some course. place to park your cars while you were gone. Mm, I have a guy. So. <laughs> I know a guy. We're gonna he see. Can, guy he can take a, care of it. He's yeah. got a car, a driveway that can park a six pack. You want to yeah. should talk to him. I know a guy. That's awesome. Hey, hey to the gooey kid popping in the chat room. What's up, gooey? Oh, he left. <laughs> Maybe he's watching the live stream though. Bye. He came, oh, he, hi. he came in and he saw. Wait, there's no topic, and he quit. Not really. A gooey kid. He's a he's a he's a longtime friend of Mark and of mine, mine and Mark's. He knows me and Mark, and uh, he's a host on another show on the Element Open Network, Everyday Linux, which is on Sunday nights at what time, Mark? Eight p.m. Uh, Central time, Eastern time. What time is it? Yeah, Eastern time. Eight p.m. Eastern. If you're any, if you have any interest in learning anything about the Linux operating system, or just hearing some funny guys visit uh, and talk about interesting things, including bacon and and cookers and what have you, that's a great show to check out. <clears throat> It's night. Eastern Central yeah. Pacific Mountain Time. Right. So I, I had this question I just want to throw out to you guys um, on a chat night like this. What has been, if you even have one, your low point of like when you, you know, you, you've just given in, you're like, I'm just going to eat, I'm going to eat that planet. And uh, it, it, you, you go into it and you just kind of, when did you hit the bottom? I guess I can say, if you have, maybe you never had a bottom moment. I'm just curious. <clears throat> Um, since starting to lose weight or period? Both. Both. So you could, you could share one from each one from neither or two from both. One from column a and one from column B. And you find the matrices where they match in the middle. You, draw, <laughs> you graph the slope of the line. Yes. I just told somebody the story the other night and we, and I've told it on the podcast before, but it's been a while. We went to, uh, six flags over Atlanta or whatever. Georgia. And yeah, same difference. That's anyway. I won't make the Atlanta as a different state than Georgia argument right now. That's um, <laughs> yeah, we went to Six Flags. I paid forty-eight, fifty-eight dollars to get into this stinking theme park, as did my wife, along with probably half a dozen of our friends, and proceeded to learn that I could not fit on any roller coasters 
except the Dahlonega Mine Train, which is basically the kiddie coaster. Yes, because I could get a seat by myself and stick my legs out the sides, my knees out the sides, and then I had enough room that I could suck my gut in and pull the bar down. And um, that was the only roller coaster I could ride. That's the only roller coaster I've ever ridden in my life. And it was at that point that I realized that I was larger than the average bear. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to joke for the same reason because I, I had the, I waited for like two hours to ride the Batman ride. Um, at Six Flags over Tech over Houston, <clears throat> over it was actually Astroworld at the time, and I couldn't get in the harness, and I had to take the walk of shame. I had to get out the other side and just walk down the ramp by myself. Wah, and uh, wah, I, I was, wah. yeah. And I we used to joke that you know they have the you must be these hot this tall to ride, this ride they need that you must be this narrow. If you can't pass through this without turning sideways, <laughs> you can't fit on this ride. And um, I did. I tried to get on two regular sit-down roller coasters. I couldn't get on them. And then the my friend said, "Well, this one's the stand-up one, the Superman one, um, which is like know, the Batman you, one. Your legs hang out or whatever, and then the harness goes over the top of you and then over snaps around your thighs. And at it was at the point that there were three people all together leaning on the thing and trying to get it shut. <laughs> oh and, my word." And, I was the only person left that, that couldn't buck. I, I just looked at the guy and I said, I'm done. Let me out. And it seemed like it was just an everyday occurrence to them. And it just made it even worse. That was far and away the point where I just decided that I was, um, I was not, not, ha- I knew I wasn't happy, but I was, um, I was not happy to the point that I couldn't live like that anymore. And then we found out we we're going to have a baby and it was just game on at that point. Right. Mark does not, does, uh, does, does Seth show, up on Skype that you could Skype calling. I can hook. You keep talking. Yeah. Seth is, like I said before, the gooey kid. He is a friend of ours. He is a big guy, has been a big guy, and he has lost a significant amount of weight over the last year till the other day. He bought a t-shirt and got home and he thought, you know, it's a little snug and he'd bought an entire size smaller and didn't realize it. <laughs> That's a pretty exciting thing to do. Accidentally buy a size smaller and not realize it. Um, so anyway, yeah, my low point, I've, and I've shared this story before too, was the whole couldn't get back in the boat on our on our pleasure cruise to Belize. Um, you know, Larry, the the deckhand that weighed a buck five wet, was trying to pull me out of the water, and I couldn't get out of the water. And finally, some, like two guys had to come up behind me and put the rear end, hands on my rear end and push me up out of the water to get me back in the boat so I didn't die in the ocean. That was a pretty low point. And uh, the the funny thing is, though, is then I came home and I immediately started getting healthier. No, it took me three more years. <laughs> I decided to do something or no, it took me five more years to finally decide to do something. So, you know, hitting the bottom of the barrel doesn't always mean you bounce right back immediately. <clears throat> How about a high point, Don? Was it running that first 5k when I ran up beside you and pulled your earphone off and said, Don, you're running a 5k. And you said, leave me alone. I'm trying to run a 5k. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, did I say that? I might've said that. I don't you recall looked, anything that happened like during that. that 5k other than <sighs> <sighs> that's about the only thing. It's, I, it's I hard to speak. It really yes. is. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really big one. Um I don't know, actually as random as this is, um my cousin's wedding where I was in um clothes that I had just bought from the Goodwill, but they were a size smaller than anything I had worn in probably a decade. And um a uh sport coat that I had bought like three months before and it was falling off of me. And I have a picture of me, and that's actually my picture on on Google and I think on our website. And I 
I have not ever looked that's that felt before or since. Not to say that I am a thin have ever been a thin man, even in in a off, a, you know, a uh, what do you call that? Candid, probably odd angled picture that just happened to make me look really good. But I don't know. Um, and then there's one of me holding my daughter whenever she was very first born and I was just about the same size and I haven't gained a ton of weight since then, but I'm, um, I'm kind of at that balancing point where my face changes if I lose about 20 more pounds mm-hmm. and I've gained the 20 pounds back. So now I don't quite look the same and, um, I'm ready to get there again. I've got 10 extra pounds of beard right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. I got some beard. of that going on too. I know you do. You're just crazy long. I had to I'm get trying. my beard cleared by HR because we have a new dress code. And I, I went into our HR director's office and I said, there's something in there about facial hair and I have to, and she's like, you wear a tie every day. Get out of my office. Well, I'm, I'm concerned. I, I, Mark, I'll bounce this off of you as, as one of my subordinates. <laughs> just had to say that one time. <laughs> yes, uh, <sir>, boss. <laughs> we just offended all of her. <laughs> That's good. Um, I, I was wondering. You know, at what point does my beard become unprofessional? I, you know, I think um, in the modern age, and actually I lament it a little bit, but I think that things like that simply don't matter. You can be tattooed and have a beard and and unkempt and nobody cares. I I would rather, frankly, we all went back a little bit. I don't want to be everybody wearing a vest and a three-piece suit in July, but I, I, I wish that our culture was a little more civilized than it is, frankly. Uh, but no, I think you're fine with a beard. I don't think it's, uh, and I think you can have a nice big bushy beard as long as it's neat. Right. Clean. I don't have food all in it and spittle. I don't have the Theoden beard going on from that scene, that awesome scene from uh, Return of the King whenever Faramir is riding back out to try to take Osgiliath again, even though he knows he can't. And Pippin's singing that really sad song and Theoden's biting the, uh, not Theoden, it's Denethor. Denethor's biting the cherries and the juices running down his beard and it's all gross and nasty. Yeah, I won't have one like that. Are All you right. saying my beard's not civilized? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Your, yours could be trimmed a little. Yeah. Made, made a bit neater. No. Um, well, it's it's all out of out of sorts from the day. But yeah, the reason I say that my HR director... You've got tired beard? Out of her... Yes, I have um, I've end of day beard. Yeah, my HR director told me I wear a tie, get out of her office because no one is required to wear a tie. I've oh, worn a tie since the first day and I'm the only person at the company, including the CEO that wears a tie every day. So needless to say, I far exceed the dress code. She doesn't care about my beard. Mark just asked the chat room, is this boring you to death? I just want to go out on a limb right now and uh, not on a limb, but I want to go out on record as saying that we take no responsibility for anyone who dies while listening to the podcast, whether we cause it or it's by nature <laughs> or other accident. So uh, David, David be a longtime listener, a great friend of the show. Of course, He's going to be super polite and say he finds it interesting because he's just that nice. And he, he can't help but be that nice. He's just that kind of guy. But And I appreciate that, David. Thanks for the encouragement. So um, real quick before we get into the kind of our, our only topic, favorite indulgence food. This doesn't have to be a long explanation. just has to be if you feel like, you know what, I'm just going to blow my diet. I'm going to eat something. I know it's bad for me, but I really want it. What is it? Mark, we'll start with you. Since you appear to be typing and busy, sorry, Don. Yeah, we'll start no, with you. I'm, I'm just, ah. I was, I'm thinking, but uh, okay. I, I don't know that I have a favorite. I know people say that, uh, but or the, a couple of favorites. Then. I, I, it's, I'm gonna have to go in the general realm of pasta. 
just just the starches just loaded up. One, it's low class. It's white trash, but that's who I am. Beefaroni. <laughs> The box macaroni out of a box with a pound of, of taco seasoned ground beef in it. I will eat seven pounds of that at all a sitting. And yeah, I will eat it all. <laughs> and and another southern favorite, chicken spaghetti, which is spaghetti with canned cream of mushroom soup and chicken breast in it. It, it all my favorites are are white trash, you know, trailer park favorites. But I love them, and they're they're my childhood, and they're what I re- revert to. And and yeah, I lose any modicum of self control when when I'm around those foods. How about you, Don? Two things. One, this is oddly specific, and I just realized this about myself. Uh, carbo- processed carbohydrates that come in boxes that are square. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning Cheez-Its, <laughs> Triscuits, and Wheat Thins. I will eat an entire box of any of these. Original flavor is preferred. <laughs> this is a 16-ounce box or the 22-ounce box. Uh, the larger, the better, actually. I will eat the entire box. Original flavor preferred. Uh, the others I will tolerate. Uh, and then sushi. And I don't even, and I haven't really talked about it on the show. I don't eat pork or shellfish anymore because it's more for, it's less for health, more for religious reasons. Not religious. That sounds dumb. But whatever. Anyway, it is what it is. I don't care. I will eat. If you put a thing that came out of the ocean on a little ball of rice, I will destroy it. Um, <laughs> I developed whenever we lived in Atlanta and I was still like 370 pounds. And this is one of the reasons why I developed a specific stacking technique for the sushi buffet that we would go to at lunch. That was right around the corner from my office. And I would polish off triple stacked three plates of sushi. And which one was that? That was Rusan's. Rusan. Okay. We, we, we haven't still made it. We haven't made it to Rusan yet. The, the, no, the, we, the, the, the amount, uh, the, the amount. Wow. I went real. Say the, Ross Perot is still the, in the show. People. The he is per, in. I'm back. The I'm per back. capita population of, of sushi restaurants in Atlanta is unbelievable. It's off the charts. It may be at one-to-one. There may be a sushi restaurant for every person in Atlanta. I've I never mean, seen anything like it before. Yeah. It's a little bit more popular here than it is in commerce. Yeah, and it's and there's there's sushi and hibachi literally on every corner. That's not a, that's not there's like more of those than there are Starbucks. That's funny. And I do well, for, fear a little for my health because there is a a very not and for my finances because there's a very nice sushi restaurant on the coast on St. Simon's Island just an hour from here, and they apparently have family in town here in Waycross, so they are they are putting they're establishing one of their restaurants here, and uh-huh. it is within half a mile of my office. So That's I'm pretty sure at least once a week I will walk to get sushi. Well, for me, um, mine is kind of, if I'm going to actually do an indulgence, this sounds very simple and, and kind of old school, it's ice cream. I love plain chocolate ice cream. No crunchies in my smoothies, nothing fancy. Give me a heaping bowl of ice cream. And then I actually have two more. One, chips and hot sauce. If I go out to eat a Mexican food restaurant, unless I'm just feeling like super willpower, man, I'm going to eat until there are no more chips and hot sauce. And until I'm going to eat chips and hot sauce as fast as I can until the food gets there. <laughs> Pretty Amen. much. And then, Don, <clears throat> I just got to say, I feel you, brother. I feel you. Because we do have a sushi buffet about eight minutes from my office. And I have just had to not go there anymore because they have the, uh, what's it called? The, the nigiri, which yes. is the chunks of fish. Uh, on top of a ball of rice, 
and this good nigiri and this all you can eat nigiri and 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 all i can eat the, how much can aaron eat answers a lot aaron can eat a whole lot of nigiri yes a whole 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 mark if you could loop that for me and post for about another 30 <laughs> seconds a lot of nigiri I'm telling when they you. know who you are when you walk in and it's not because you've learned any of their names at the sushi right. restaurant, it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, I, I have a system. It's really sad. I go start at the buffet at the beginning, get a couple of meatballs because they have me- why I get the meatballs. I don't know. I'm at a sushi buffet. I get one piece of the fried vegetables. Again, I don't know why. Then they have the regular maki rolls. I'll get one or two or three of those. Then I turn the corner and there's the nigiri. And I take the tongs and I can pick two of them up at a time. There's usually five different types. And I get two, 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 two. Grab my wasabi, wipe it on the edge of my plate, and I'm back to my table as fast as I can. <laughs> and I go back up again. I get two, 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 two. And I go back up again. I get two, two. Like, it's just crazy. I can so literally that's, eat. that's the Noah's Ark method of sushi consumption? Two by two by two. By two. I, can, I, I, I run out of time on my lunch break before See. I run out of sushi that I can eat. Yeah, see, Aaron, I was going to say, you're wasting too much time. I need to teach you my stacking technique <laughs> so that you can put as much. See, I would only get three plates because the plates would have 30 pieces of sushi on them <laughs> at a time. I, I realized that I was spending way too much time. And I would have to wait behind someone, and then I'm just not eating sushi at that point. And that's, yeah. that Anything that gets in the way of sushi in my mouth <laughs> is the enemy. <laughs> But for some reason, I was like you. For some reason, whenever I went through the line, I would always get two pieces of fried calamari, and I would eat them <laughs> while I was waiting on that dang person that wouldn't get out of my way. So I get to that shrimp. Uh, <laughs> if you ever hear it on a weekday, Don, I'll take it. And I would always, to make sure that it was healthy, I would always get the low sodium soy sauce. Me too. Me too. Always low yep. sodium. All right. So because uh, <laughs> that's the counter- healthy opportunity option. I don't know. That's, it's, one meal workout, Mark. One meal at a time. <laughs> one condiment one con- at a time. One condiment at a time. Let me uh, let me ask this question to you guys. What's your favorite thing that's actually good for you? Let's let's flip the let's flip this thing and, and actually give somebody some some positive now. Um. Oh man. Easy. Don, easy. you go first this time. Easy. Oh yeah, I'm nailing this one. S- spinach, one hundred thousand times a percent, um, or whatever. That's not a big number. Many many number many big. Okay, to the fortieth magnitude of power. Yes, ten times lots of numbers. Um, and also broccoli. I got to throw that shout out to broccoli because I never would have thunk it, and I uh, eat it a lot. Now, Mark is a spinach man too. If I remember correctly, is that was that would that make your list of favorite thing that's good for you, Mark? I have become a spinach fan. Absolutely. Uh, yuck, and, yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah. Uh, the yeah the cooked adult the large leaf spinach variety is my least favorite but the raw uh baby spinach is is like candy to me it hasn't always been the case in fact i, I was going to say um it's it's largely a choice a chance of uh, a, a a series of choices but when i moved to atlanta you know I, there were everything changed literally everything changed in my life uh well not everything because i Except still have the same and wife and kids and my name is still the same and i still have the same eyes and anyway um but my daily routine, you know, those sort of things changes. So I took that as an opportunity to change the way I eat. And so uh, we have, I have a large salad and a large uh, portion of fruit at every dinner now. Um, because if I fill up with salad, there's less room for that yummy beefaroni, you know. Right. And and I, I I just, I have, I really have found a new enjoyment. Fruit used to be something that you put on top of ice cream. 
But now, I mean, we're we're eating grapes and and strawberries and fresh peaches and and, and in pie. Don't forget. Oh, and in pie. Yes. Um, yeah. And I just really, um, it's it's a change of. Is it a positive? Has it has it made the weight roll off of me? No. But it's a choice that I've made that I have not only been able to accept, but I've really really come to enjoy. Um, the salads and fruits, and then you know I I eat those in large co- portions of those. And then there's less room for the steak, and there's less room for the mashed potatoes, and there's less room for the meatloaf. So, right. you know, it's a you 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 kind of didn't hit me on the high point and low point, but that's okay. I'm used to being left over. That, that's okay. It's 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 one of my low points. You got to speak uh, up, Mark. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's it's one of those. Uh, it, it was it's sort of a series of of microcosmic high and low points. That's the way I am. I don't do anything. Um, <clears throat> overly much that's a lie i do lots of things overly much but when it comes to the to my dieting I, i've never had this super low point and I've, ne- I've never really had a super high point either i try to look for the little moments um and you know those those are the sort of things the the spinach salad at every meal where it used to be once in a while you know and and you know things like that i, I don't know where i'm going with that it just things popped into my head and i said them perfect that's Hooray. the theme of the show you know, uh, I, I've got a couple of things that I've grown to love. Uh, one thing I love now is peppers. I mean, I like hot peppers, but I'm just talking about sweet peppers, bell peppers, banana peppers, pepperoncinis. Uh, I love me some peppers, and uh, they're fantastic. I think they're so good, so good, so, so good. And the, <clears throat> and the other thing is I have expanded my fruit palate. So I like avocado now. I used to not like avocado. I like pineapple. <laughs> things like that. So I think that's been positive. So uh, I, since it is just kind of a chatty show tonight, I don't want to belabor it, but I do have one quick topic that I do want to just touch on real fast. Mark actually brought it up and and we um, we briefly talked about it before the show. And I, I put this sentence, this equation in the show notes. It says stress plus comfort food equals happy fat people. It's an equation. That means it's very scientific. (laughs) Yes. And what that really means, I I was just making the point, Mark was making the point actually, I think, um, that some people, when they get stressed, they tend to eat more or eat worse things for them. They they turn to food for comfort. What I find is when I get mentally distracted, whether I'm actually stressed or just mentally busy, I find myself eating and not even realizing I'm doing it. Mark in the test, I'm standing at the desk answering three questions at once from three different people as they walk by, and the Milky Way just magically goes from a bowl into my hand, into my mouth, in the middle of a sentence. There's no magic. You pick it, it up. doesn't even slow down. You unwrap like, it, and you eat it. Yeah, but, but it's magic to me because I look, and it just happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't think, you know what? I'm hungry. I think I'll have a Milky Way. Or, you know what? I'm not really hungry, but I'm going to have a Milky Way anyway. It was, I'm standing next to this Milky Way, and now I'm eating it. How did that happen? And there is a level of mental acuity. That's not the right word. It takes a level of mental, I guess what I'm trying to say is it takes a certain amount of focus in your brain with your mind and your head to be able to keep that topic of eating healthier up at the top right because the 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 overeating the unhealthy habits have become autonomic they're just they're a step they're a, 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 a spinal cord reaction they don't even reach yeah. the brain you know it's yeah. it's like when you're training for karate 
you know, after years of training, you don't think about the punch coming to you and block it. It's automatic. Well, we've been training to overeat for our entire lives. Olympic style. Yes. We are <laughs> professionals. We are world class in the art of eating and fooling ourselves. Let's face it. We have created all these processes by which we fool ourselves and we think we eat normal. You ask any 600 pound man what, what he eats and he'll say, I just eat like a normal person. That's a lie. It cannot be true. But he believes it. The, yeah. the, the math doesn't work. <laughs> it's like I've said on the show before. I did not realize that the uh, the meal, the value meal, super mega biggie cow sized plus an extra. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you know who what restaurant that's for. Um, plus an extra sandwich, plus a super mega extra biggie large size drink, plus two hot apple pies does not a normal person meal make. And I thought that was just, you know, that's just what I ate whenever I went to right. Burger You're King, McDonald's, boy, huh? any of, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm slightly larger than normal, you know, male. With yeah. Happy, and, healthy appetite. And you fool yourself because yeah. you're like, I see people eating like this all the time. Yeah. Like I saw a 15 year old, uh, distance runner put down three Big Macs just the other day. See, that's a normal thing. Right. right. Yeah. My, my friend Don, uh, my friend Don, my friend, um, Adam, you know, the, the Olympic weightlifter. Just the other day, he ate a whole pizza. He doesn't look fat at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was in, I was at Stevie B's the other day. I won't, I won't, I won't uh, deny it. That's where my son wanted to go after he got his uh, goal in soccer, three goals actually. And I was looking around the room, and it was interesting because almost without exception, people were either fit or fat. I saw very few, just kind of a little overweight people. There was people who looked totally healthy. I mean, they would, they'd have a happy BMI if those things really existed. Uh, they, they, you know, trim and fit. They were there with their kids. And then there was the other people who were obviously extremely overweight. Just, I mean, and the one guy was kind of sad. He was right next to me and he, he was a single guy. I don't know if he's married or not. He was alone. Uh, he was a 50 year old man eating alone in Stevie B's. Now, just for, okay. for our international audience, Stevie B's is a cheap, all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. Yeah, you may be, may be more familiar with CC's or something along that, that line. Stevie B's is, is probably more local because we didn't have it in Texas. But anyway, <clears throat> he's a 50-year-old man eating alone dinner at Stevie B's. Make no judgments about his personal life or anything like that. He was quite large. I'm guessing using my, my own self as a judge, probably 350, 400 pounds. And the lady came at Stevie B's. You can get a custom pizza. When you go through the buffet, because it's a buffet, they say, what would you like? Is there anything we can make for you? And he had a meat lovers made, basically. Bacon, hamburger, pepperoni, ham uh, made for him. And they, what they do is they bring out the whole pizza, and they say, how many slices would you like? And they give you the slices. So the lady walks up with the pizza and says, how many slices would you like? He's got a plate in front of him full of pizza already. And he says, all of it. And she rakes off an entire medium meat lover's pizza onto a plate onto his table. And he proceeds to eat what he already had, plus all of that. Plus, I see him go back for a couple more trips. Now, I know because I've done it. I've looked it up before because I've put some hurt on Stevie B myself. I'm not saying this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not right there with him. Each piece of Stevie B's pizza is between 120 and 200 calories, 250 calories, depending on the type you get. So I'm thinking that that meat pizza is probably at the upper end of 250. There's eight slices, so that's 2,000 calories for that pizza. 
I'm just guesstimating. He ate four or 5,000 calories of pizza at that one meal. And so we struggle, we being the United States, we have these opportunities like a giant sushi buffet, like Stevie B's, you know, where we can just totally overindulge ourselves so easily. And I think mentally we have to just make a draw a line in the sand and say, you know what, you know, I might let myself do that every once in a while just as, as a pure indulgence. Um, just as somebody who enjoys drinking alcohol might go out and get slobber knockered and wake up with a hangover because that's the same kind of thing. You're going to have a body hangover the next day if you do that to yourself. Um, but that's not what I need to do on a regular basis because that is not normal. Like Don said, you know, eating 5,000 calories of pizza for dinner is not normal or it's not reasonable. Remember that one, Don? Oh, no. The episode where I said reasonable a thousand times. Yes. Yeah. And it's and to take the analogy a little bit further that we have used before. It's Ooh, uh, you say that. that you would have a body hangover, but it's, it's just like being an alcoholic and, and a know, belly hangover. As, yeah. And a belly hangover that you really end up with one of those. Dunlop. Uh, it's just like being an alcoholic though. I mean, you learn to live with it. You, you don't know the difference between body hangover and anything else because there isn't anything else. You just live in body hangover. Feel bad all the time. You just feel bad constantly and you don't know that you feel bad. Because that's just how you feel. Yeah. Mark, thoughts on this since you were the one who initiated this topic? Well, yeah. I, I kind of feel like this is, you know, uh, confessions of a of a of an alcoholic, right? You know, the, the these are these are three guys who uh, have and t- to more de- degree than we want to continue to indulge in this behavior. So, yes. you know, this is this is just us being honest that. It's hard to lose weight. You know, if we ever said on this show it's not, let's let's just lay it out right now. It's hard to lose weight. And yeah. and from time to time, to varying degrees, we're all going to suck at it. And I, I think we've all hit a point right now where we're all sucking at it at the same time. Yeah. Varying uh, degrees of suckage are happening. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why we're not making any money, Mark. If we If we even try to tell people that losing weight was easy, we would have to charge them. Or else everyone would just scoff and say, you have no idea what you're right. talking about. Yeah. yeah. I've always said losing weight's not easy, but it is simple. <laughs> right. <laughs> the basic premises are simple. But yeah, you're exactly right, Mark. It's not easy. So w- if, you're, if you're a listener out there and you're, you're having these same problems, maybe you've uh, never been as honest with yourself as we're being right now. Um, maybe you still think that you eat a normal amount of food. It's, it's what I've said several times in the show. Track your food. Track your food. Don't if you don't do anything else, track it. You will begin to see that what you're doing is not normal. You'll have this little app that says, for a 40 year old person who's six foot four, uh, you should be eating 2,600 calories a day. And then you'll put in your little app and you'll see, I'm eating 4,600 calories a day. I am eating enough for two 40 year old six foot four inch people. Um, and and this you you have to have these reality checks. And it, it, they, I often say I. I am determined and a hundred percent committed to to losing weight and eating healthy with the exception of three times a day breakfast lunch and dinner because i fall back into those habits i pull up at the drive-thru um because i didn't have time to to pack a lunch and i'm sitting there with the golden arches staring at me and instinctively i order a double quarter pounder value meal supersized with a dr pepper uh, and, and I, and, and I may even have this moment where I say, I shouldn't be eating this, but you know, I already paid for it. Yeah. You know, it's already here. I, I might as well go. And so you, you fool yourself into this, this line of thinking that brought you down 
the road that you are on. So I don't know that I have a moral here. I'm just being honest. This is the crap that I'm going through right now every day in my own life. I wish that I had already lost 200 pounds. That would be great. And if I had been running every day and exercising and really, you know, eating spinach at every meal, I would have already, but I haven't. Instead, I've only lost about 80 pounds in two years and it's been slow and it's not fast enough and I'm frustrated. But the reason I have nobody to blame but myself, I have not made right choices consistently. I've made right choices sporadically and, and, or not at all. Blame Obama. <laughs> Why not? He can't stop you. You're not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying we blame him. <laughs> blame it on the rain. Well, the rain don't mind. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Mark, I, what you're saying about breakfast, lunch, and dinner, again, that's the addiction thing that we've talked. Right. You know, I, I, that one's the one that hits home for me the most, that I'm a food addict, but it's the addiction that you can't quit cold turkey. Right. So how that's do you deal with that? Right. Yeah, things in moderation are hard when you're addicted to them. Well, this is what I'm going to do. I've decided I'm going to eat perfectly from now on Good. and only fail Excellent. most of the time. As Stephen Wright I will said, live forever gonna, or die in the attempt. Yeah, Stephen Wright said, I'm, I've decided I'm going to live forever. So far, so good. All right, gentlemen. <clears throat> uh, I think that I'm going to call it time of death, 9.01 p.m. <laughs> Extra time. Call it a night. Uh, I enjoyed vetting with you. Um, <laughs> um, David in the chat room says, I understand where you guys are at. I keep falling off the healthy wagon. Some days I don't run too far from it. Um, yeah, the, 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 I tell you, I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn, even though if you do not toot your own horn, the same shall not be tooted. Uh, but the thing that has kept me going and kept me, you know, pretty much at my weight that I got down to has been coming back to the one meal, one workout philosophy, trying to just take it one meal at a time, not beating myself up if I don't eat good, uh, trying to make the best choice I can make. And, uh, I'm not, I'm just going to have to get the exercise ramped back up. I think I, I think I could actually lose some, some significant weight here if I could just, uh, get out there on the road again. So tomorrow night, gentlemen, I'm going to hit the road and see what happens with my foot. <clears throat> we'll see. But if you hit the road, it'll hurt your hand, not your foot. Yeah, that's true. I probably, ought to, I'll probably kick the road then kick the road, Jack. And don't you come back. <laughs> Sorry. Next week on one meal, one workout. Will they be back? Will they have a guest? Will they have a topic? Will Aaron's voice get better and not be so low? Tune in next week to find out. But first, before starting any diet or exercise program, it's recommended that you can talk to your health care provider. If you have questions, you can contact us at Aaron at OneMealOneWorkout.com or Element OP Productions. Element OP Is that it? Can I stop recording now? Yeah, you can stop recording now.